Hi, everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you shift your energy and radiate self-love so you'll naturally attract the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm so excited to be talking with Marcy Newman again. Welcome, Marcy, and thank you for joining me. Thank you so much, Helena, for having me again. And I just want to um, say quickly to our audience, I hope you have rolled up your sleeves because we are jumping in deep today. Yes, I always love our conversations. They're some of the favorite episodes on my podcast with my audience. So before we get started, for those of you who aren't familiar with Marcy, she's an integrative intuitive counselor, certified hypnotherapist, author, creator of award-winning healing products, and the founder of Self Love University. She hosts a show on HeartShift TV, and she helps people release toxic, stuck energy and open their hearts to build lasting self-love that helps keep you coming back to your authentic self, which is what this podcast is all about. And actually, that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be sharing how to unblock your barriers to love by removing energetic resistance from your past. And from what I understand, Marcy, this could be past relationships or your past, like your childhood or something that happened in your family of origin. Is that right? Absolutely. And in truth, we're talking about the same thing, because there's nothing that any of us have experienced in our childhood that doesn't reflect in some way through our relationships. In fact, we might even say that our relationships are built with that intention for us to be able to discern what are the parts of our childhood that are there to support us in becoming happy and healthy adults and having happy and healthy relationships? Or what are the parts that have really caused an erosion of our sense of self and have been sabotaging us all along the way without us even realizing it. This is just such an important topic and we're all affected by this probably without even realizing it a lot of times. And I haven't talked too much about this on my podcast before. And I just think it's huge. It's such an important thing for people to understand and learn how to make some shifts so they can actually start attracting what they want. And I imagine this would probably help in all areas of your life, not just in dating and relationships, right? Oh, of course, because Everything that we do is in relationship to something or someone else. That's how we live in this world. Not one of us is isolated. And so, as I said before, whatever we have taken on energetically as children, it's always in some way influencing our relationships. And that is even our relationship to a tree or most importantly, it's our relationship to ourself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So how would you like to start this conversation? I always love to start with maybe some struggles or challenges that you see people facing if maybe some of their barriers to love are activated or they have energetic resistance from their past that's actually holding them apart from what they want. Oh, my God. All right. Are you ready, everybody? This is what I'm talking about. Roll those sleeves up. Okay. So from my perspective, the major issue is that the teachings of our recent past have neglected to come forward in a lot of ways with what we are recognizing as um, barriers or sabotaging energies. And what do I mean by that? Well, I'm sure that you've heard a thousand times, as have 
everyone listening, that our thoughts are things. We create our reality through our thoughts. Well, that is true. However, the problem is, is that most people then believe that to make the changes that they're looking to create in their lives then has to come through their thoughts. And there's nothing further from the truth. It hmm. cannot happen through your thoughts. And that's where there is this huge gap between where we are and where we want to be and why there are these constant struggles. So let me just back up for a second and talk about thought, you know, like where does it come from? And in truth, there really is no such thing as a random thought. It has to come from something. And what is that? Well, thought is energy, right? We know that. But it rides waves. In other words, a thought is the product of a wave of energy. And what we also know, and I want to paint a picture here, is that the ego aspect of each and every one of us has 97% control of your mind. And so if the ego is controlling the mind, which is where these thoughts are emanating from, what chance do you have, seriously, of changing your thoughts enough to create a change in your life? So where do we go then? If there is no such thing as a random thought, if our thoughts, our mind is controlled by the ego, how do we stand a chance? Well, the truth of the matter is, is that our thoughts actually originate based upon our heart energy. And so rather than trying to change the mindset, we have to start where the thought originates. And that is changing the heart set. So what do I mean by that? Well, there's an energy frequency that we know that we are constantly emanating from the heart, right? We're radiating it out. And energy creates. That's the mechanism of everything that's created in the universe. But when it creates, it creates because it has a particular frequency, an electric charge, you might say. And so what it does immediately, and you're such an expert in this, Helena, that we have to really start digging deep into what we already know. So this energy that's emitted from the heart immediately goes out and collects other energy just like itself. And that's where we also collect the thoughts and we create the thoughts. So if your heart is carrying around trauma from childhood, that is going to be the energy that precipitates the thoughts that you carry with you. So let's mm -hmm. just back up for a second, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's say you're a child and you are the happiest little girl in the world. You love music, you love to sing and dance, and you're just this full-on expression of light and love. And 
in your exuberance, you're starting to make a lot of noise. And maybe somebody around you says to you, Helena, stop, stop with all the singing, stop with the dancing, you're making such a racket. And immediately you start to contract your energy field, right? right. And then you give it another go and you start tapping your foot, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, because you can't contain your joy, right? No child can. And you start to sing again before long. And now you really get in trouble. Now you get sent to your room because you were making so much noise and such a racket and so distracting. And, you know, your dancing is marking up the floor and there's a whole menagerie of things, right? So you get sent to your room. And while you're in your room, you start to feel badly about yourself and your energy field contracts more and more. And you start to think about all the other times that you tried to sing and dance. And depending on how many times you've been reprimanded for that singing and dancing, what happens is you start to doubt yourself. You start to doubt who you are, whether or not your singing and dancing is acceptable. And there must be something wrong with it, or they would want you to be doing it all the time, just the way you want to do it all the time. And so as children, we take on these thought patterns. And unfortunately, during childhood and the rest of our lives, we are experiencing often other experiences that are feeding those energies of self-doubt, of not being worthy, of not being enough of not being lovable. And what happens is it becomes very amplified because our body is working so hard to keep it from infecting the rest of your energy field that it holds this emotion. It holds this energetic response because it knows, number one, it's not true. It knows also the damage that it's going to do to the true essence of you. And so as we hold these things in our body, it becomes like cement because we actually have closed it off from light, which is love. And so we start these patterns and it's like a hamster on a wheel where we can't seem to get out of it. Because now what happens? We also are developing these patterns of thought. And what does thought do? Well, it does what any other energy does. It goes out into the universe and it collects other energy just like itself. And it gets greater and greater and greater until the only thoughts that you might have about you and your worth and your lovableness are those that have been wrongly developed from these traumas. That is just so powerful. I would encourage everyone listening to think back to their own childhood or their own history of dating and relationships. 
the one thing that came up for me really strongly, Marcy, was being told to stop crying. Not all the time, just mm. a couple mm-hmm. of times, but it really, really stuck with me. And of course, as children, we can't say, this is what I'm feeling right now. I'm entitled to my emotions. I'm going to cry if I want to cry kind of thing. You just think, oh, there's something wrong with you. I got to close that part of myself down. It's not That's right. to feel, right? Yep. And you're right. I mean, that one is so common. Don't cry. What mm-hmm. are you crying for? You know, what are you crying for? When in fact, our tears, oh my gosh, and this gives me God bumps. Our tears, our crying is one of the mechanisms that have been hardwired within us to get that false, dense energy out of us. Can you go into that a little bit more? Yeah. I actually haven't heard anyone talk about that before. Yeah. So we have all these systems that have been so intricately designed within us to make certain that we stay in the energy frequency of our true selves, which is love, pure love. So you can imagine how high this frequency is, right? So the body, the mind are very intricately designed so that they are in service to the spirit, to this true energy of you, your essence, because that is the determining factor of every experience that you have. Your experiences are based upon how much of that true essence that you're allowing to be expressed. You know, you so beautifully stated right in the beginning, Helena, that what this show is about is really about us becoming authentic. Well, what that authenticity actually means is that you are expressing the true essence of your being full on. You're hiding nothing. And so this hardwired system is meant to keep all of that fabulous, beautiful, creative energy of you in constant flow with everything that you come in contact with because you're here to create with that energy so that you have a wonderful life, so that you can experience all the incredible things that you're meant to experience as a creator. Certainly love, and I mean high level, true, sustainable love, but also joy, abundance, prosperity, peace, creativity, and the whole shebang is determined on how free you are. The freedom that you experience every single day in being you. So we have the systems of the body. And remember, I said a moment ago that when we have these thoughts that we've taken on that are false, what the mind does is that it knows that, number one, like I said, it's controlled so much by the ego. And the ego just wreaks havoc in there. So what the body does is it tries to protect the energy field of this magnificent soul. And so it holds these energies that are connected to these emotional responses. 
So if you think about, for instance, if you get a splinter, what happens? Your body creates like a capsule around it, right? And the white blood cells go right away to try to prevent any infection and keep the wound clean. But what happens is eventually those little white blood cells are like soldiers and they just keep pushing that splinter out, out, out so that it doesn't travel and infect the rest of the body. So Remember, the mind and the body are connected. So you have the ego that's constantly bombarding the mind with these thoughts of, oh, you're not enough, or, oh, you sing too loud, or, oh, what are you crying for, right? And the body is trying so hard to keep up with keeping these things in the flow. So what happens is the systems eventually break down. And this is when you have behavioral patterns and thought patterns that are erosive to the sense of self and to our ability to be in a healthy relationship because it has essentially taken over almost the whole energy system. So even if we look at how the body is designed, right? We take in oxygen The body utilizes it in whatever way it needs to. And then it releases out what is no longer of use. And when it releases it out, there's been this chemical reaction that's taken place where it is released as now carbon dioxide. And it's released as carbon dioxide because it's exactly what the trees need in order to breathe. And it's what the bushes need and it's what so many things need and it helps to keep the atmosphere in balance. But it's acidic and that acid, if we keep it inside, we go into what's called acidosis and our body systems close down. So think about the acidity of the false beliefs and the havoc that they wreak both in the body and the mind. They cannot then be in service to the spirit, to the essence. And so what happens is, and I experience this myself, which is why I consider myself a bit of an expert, (laughs) because my sense of self became so eroded. And I lost my connection to really the world, to my ability to be in a healthy relationship. And I'm telling you that was manifested in so many different ways, but it's all because these false beliefs were producing thoughts that were not in service to me as as love as the spirit of the creative force that I was meant to be creating with. So I was creating from energy that was very limited in its potential. So what could I create from this place of disconnect? Relationships that fostered disconnect. What I created in terms of my happiness 
was always falling short of what I had in my mind's eye, in my heart, what I wanted to experience. Because the energy that I was putting out didn't have the potential to create that. And so what happened was I've just had these incredible experiences where it's like love itself sort of showed me what to do. And this is where heart shifting was born. And this is where self-love now became the predominant force in my life. And here's what I then started to experience. And I love so much that you're so connected to this and your audiences too, because when I started to truly make my choices based on whether or not it served me as this magnificent spirit, this divine being, or if it didn't, when I made the choices based on that, what I was actually doing was learning how to love myself as this divine being, as love. And the choices that I made were so different than the choices that I had made previously that my entire world changed. Mm. I feel like we could do a whole episode just on that. Yeah. Let me write that down for our next episode. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just see people doing that all the time. They're creating their life or their relationships based on this limited version of what they've experienced. We kind of tend to think that what we've experienced is all there is. And we're not leaving that possibility open for something completely different and so much better to come into our life experience. I love how you talk about getting into the energy of what if maybe we can talk about that in this episode. Yeah, but I just see this playing out all the time in the women in my community. Of course, I've personally experienced that myself. We all have. And I can see how some of these thoughts that you're talking about and some of these beliefs get reinforced as we grow up and start dating and getting into our relationships. I hear from a lot of women who say that when they're fully themselves, they've been told that they're too much, right? Yep. That mm -hmm. they're too needy or they're too this or too that. Have you heard that as well from women in your community? Absolutely. And here's what I want to say first off. None of this is any of our fault. Mm -hmm. And it's not even so much the fault of those who raised us or cared for us. Oh my gosh, this has been perpetuated for so many generations. And in fact, there's part of this that is and has been actually used to control us. And that's a whole other huge, huge subject, but there's truth to it. And I think especially as women, because we are the great receivers of the universe. And what we receive in terms of energy, we then give birth from that energy to something else. That is one of these mechanisms that I'm talking about. And we are actually the receivers of the energy so the male provides that energy from, you might say, the outside world. We take it in and we 
are the ones who transform and transmute that energy. So that energy then is meant to go back out into the universe and to bless the universe with whatever it creates. So let's back up and say, well, okay, so if the male is collecting energy and that male has been tainted with his sense of self, with his sense of worth, with his not being enough, that energy that he's collecting is now coming to the woman. And the woman is supposed to be able to take that in. And I'm going to use this word, and we can talk about this in another show as well. But we're meant to take it in and we actually metabolize that energy. We break it down so that the dense energy is released as the acid that it is, just like we release the acid through our lungs, just like we release the acid through our urine. The body and the mind are functioning in exactly the same way. And so we release whatever is no longer serving. We take that energy, we transform it, we transmute it, and we are meant to create this incredible new life. Well, what if we're tainted? What if the energy that we're functioning in is one that is dense? What if we have forgotten who we are? What if we have forgotten that that is our purpose? What if we have forgotten that we have the ability to do this? And from my perspective, Helena, this is what self-love is all about. We are actually remembering who we really are through self-love. And we've discussed before the difference between self-care and self-love. They're not even related, <laughs> practically. <laughs> and that's why self-love is such a challenge for everyone. Because we have to bypass that childhood programming that tells us we're not enough, we're not lovable, we're not worthy, all of that stuff. We have to bypass that all the while that the ego is chattering in our mind, trying to distract us and produce these smoke screens. And so this is where it's so essential that we do this spiritual work, raise our vibrational frequency. It's like standing on a mountain and we can start to see all of these processes going on beneath us and not be involved in them. So we raise our vibrational frequency and suddenly, like magic, we start to experience the miracles that come from remembering who we are, what our purpose is, and that we have been created with all that we need to be successful in doing this. And this is why we are now seeing, I'm sure everyone has heard about what's been called this great awakening. We are awakening to who we really are. We are these divine beings. And so that inner critic that developed as we were children, that is constantly telling us what's wrong with us, constantly telling us that what we need to change because it's not good enough, 
and that we could never be enough, all of that is getting quieter and quieter and quieter because the sound of our own worth, the song of our own love is becoming stronger and stronger. And mm -hmm. so this work that we're doing right now is absolutely imperative. We're kind of at this precipice, you might say. It's where, honestly, we actually have right here, right now, this opportunity to experience love in a way we've never experienced it before. Because we're learning how to recognize that voice of the ego that has been really controlling us and sabotaging us for generations. And now we're saying, what if? What if I really am this magnificent being? What if I'm actually created from love and that gives me the qualities of love for me to create with. What if I'm actually more than enough? What if I'm valuable? I've been created with everything that I need to be successful, not only at being loved, but at being able to love. Because this is where I find so many people, and particularly women, get caught up because they haven't experienced opportunities that were safe and cherished and precious for their love to land. That is so true. Everything you're saying is just so beautiful. It's helping me remember who I am. So I hope everyone listening is getting that same experience. By the way, our last episode on self-love manifesting and making decisions from your heart rather than from your ego is one of the <laughs> top episodes of all time on my podcast. We also did another one on how to keep your ego from sabotaging your love life and mm -hmm. how to stop abandoning yourself. We've done so many great episodes together. We dive deeper into some of these really big concepts. Yeah. I highly recommend everyone go check those out. This is why you're known as the heart shift coach, right? That's right. I'd love to get into maybe some specific ways that people can start to do this. I know that there are probably so many, and you actually have a new program on removing resistance. And we'll talk about that at the end. And yeah. people in my community mm -hmm. can actually get a big discount on that. So of course, yeah, stick to the end mm -hmm. for more about that. But yeah, yeah. everyone listening here, do you have any practical tools on how you can start to do this? I just love everything you're sharing so far. Yeah. And this is so important to know how to do it right? Mm -hmm. But here's what I want everyone to really take in. And first off, I'm just going to invite every single person here, just take a moment. And just take a deep breath in. We've been talking about a lot of stuff. And I know it gets kind of like rapid fire. And I'm going to encourage you to re-listen to this podcast over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And of course, share it with your friends, because we're all in this together. We must start to understand the real workings of energy and the universe and our part in it. So I want everyone to know, as you're taking this deep breath in, 
you're actually taking a breath from an endless sea of love. It has no beginning and it has no end. Just as you have no beginning and you have no end. And so what does that tell us? It tells us that you've been designed to stay in constant contact with love. Every breath that you breathe in has been calibrated energetically to give you everything that you need, physically and mentally, to keep your spirit free. I know that we so often just sort of take our breath and our breathing for granted, right? I mean, how many times during the day do you think about taking a deep breath? And yet, it is one of the greatest things that you can do for yourself, particularly if you are connecting it with your intention to reconnect with love. It will never fall short. And this love, by the way, is different from any other love you've ever experienced in this world anyway. Because it comes to you without any judgment. It never says to you, oh, you're breathing way too much today. Or, oh, you know, don't take so much breath. Leave some for somebody else. It never says to you, oh, your breath is too shallow. In other words, it doesn't judge you. It's just there to love you and make sure that however you need that breath, it's going to supply it. And it also comes to you without any conditions. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to stand on your head to take it in. You don't have to contort yourself and be pretty and, you know, the funniest person and the most intelligent. You don't have to do any of that. There are no conditions to this love. But here's the other aspect of it. There are also no expectations. It doesn't ask anything of you. But it does so much appreciate you breathing it in with a conscious awareness because then it can really deliver to you everything that you need. So here's the difference between just taking all of your trillions and trillions and trillions of breaths every day as opposed to taking some momentary breaths where you're doing it with the intention to commune with love. So the breaths that you do mindlessly are received mindlessly. And you don't have to worry about a thing. They know exactly where to go. They know what to do. They take care of every one of your trillions and trillions of cells. And all your systems are go. It's awesome. It's incredible. It means that you can go shopping. You can do your work. You can do all these other things. You don't have to worry about breathing. So it allows you to live your life. However, when you make that decision to commune with this breath, knowing it's filled with love, I want you to know that there's something that happens in that communion. And that is that you are stepping into the most powerful universal law. It is the one that all things are created from. It's where all things are based on this law, and that is the law of partnership. In the universe, 
all things created are based on the law of partnership of which giving and receiving are equal. This means that there's no part that's greater or lesser than the other. So this whole concept of not being enough, not being lovable, not being capable of loving, not being worthy, all of that dissolves immediately because you are stepping into partnership with the very essence, the energy that has created you and is now going to create through you because you are going to release that breath in the partnership. So I want you to imagine how it's going to change your life if, let's say, even once an hour, set your timer and just take a number of deep breaths where you're breathing deep into your lower belly. So often we're breathing shallow breath and, you know, just functioning. But when you take that breath deep down, you're hitting all your chakras, number one, giving them the energy burst that they need. But here's what's also happening. Because this is a free will universe, you are turning on your God consciousness, your God awareness. And in that moment, every single one of your trillions and trillions of cells are awakening the heart within them. And you are becoming this full expression of love with every breath then that you release out. You are now gifting your love back out into the universe and it's going to go immediately to the source, which is this endless sea of love. And that's why it's endless because every single one of us is contributing to it. And again, we contribute to it either consciously or unconsciously, but when we contribute to it consciously, you know the difference between giving love that comes from that deep, deep place within you where you're just a full expression of love as opposed to giving shallow love. It's so true. I'm just loving this conversation. Marcy, I wish we had all the time in the world today. And what I love about that tool, it's something we all have access to right now. It's something we all can do anyway. It's just like you said, how many of us are actually putting their attention and awareness there? I know I'm certainly not. (laughs) It can be so easy to just get lost in going about your day, all the things that we need to get done, sort of lunging from one task to another. And so that is such a beautiful reminder. And I love that we can all do it. I'm sure that you go into some deeper processes for removing resistance in your new course. Would this be a good time to talk about that? I know you're offering a coupon code for a yes, just for women in my community, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I love talking about it because we have to understand that the only thing that is preventing us from connecting with love are these dense energies that we're totally unaware of. We don't know that they're at work. 
And we also don't recognize that our body and our mind are working so hard to get rid of them because they want to come back into alignment with us as that full expression, right? You want to be singing and dancing at the top of your lungs. You want to be in that childlike wonder in life. So until we can bring our body and our mind back into alignment with our true essence, we cannot experience that. And that joy is something that rises up from within us. Again, we don't have to earn it. It's there already. That freedom, that peace beyond all understanding, that knowingness that we are this creative force in the universe. So that's how essential this is. We must release that resistance. And so the course is a series of videos and audios and workbooks. But what I also do is I give you a number of rituals, which I am a firm believer in, which will help you to elevate your vibrational frequency as you're going through this. But I'm also teaching you how to heart shift. So what you just experienced with that breathing is one way that we recalibrate the energy of the heart so that we are now emitting. We talked about remembering we're in partnership with the universe. So we want to emit an energy that is loving, filled with caring and kindness and compassion and honoring and cherishing and precious revering of love. And so that's the kind of love that we want to build relationships on. So it must come from within us. And that's what this course is about. It's sort of connecting these dots, teaching you how to release the resistant energies, how to set free the energies that will help you to literally shift, heart shift your whole world, every aspect of it. And for you to step into this mastery, because you need to remember who you really are. That's where all of your fulfillment is. It's where your success is. And of course, it's where that deep, deep, true abiding love is. And it's all waiting for you. I love it. And I know you have a discount code for women. In I do. What is yeah. that for everybody listening? Well, it's very simple. The code is love 100. And I'm giving you $100 off of the course. Amazing. Thank you so much. That's so generous. I know that's just for women listening to this podcast. So yes, I'll it is. Yeah, so I'll include a link to that course that will be in the show notes or episode details. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just scroll down. If you're listening on Spotify, you might have to click see more and that will open up the show notes. And I'll also include links to your self love starter course. Mm. Find love now. True love begins with a heart shift in you. I have discount codes for those as well, just for women in my community. I know those courses are hugely popular with my audience and yeah. It's just so important to do this work. Otherwise, I just see people creating the same thing over and over and over. And it's not this expansive energy like we've been talking about today. It's a very limited, contracted thing where they just feel like everyone else outside of them has the control. I love That's right. 
just you have your hands on all the levers and valves. You actually are a very powerful creator. You have power to create everything in your life, both positive or negative or unwanted things based mm -hmm. on your energy and where you're coming from. So this was such a powerful episode. I can't wait to go back and listen to this over and over and over myself. Is there anything else you want to say on this topic before we close out today? Yes. And that is just to give yourself the opportunity to say, well, what if, what if I really am this powerful and what if I really am this divine being that is here to create a world that I will want to live in, I will want to love in, and it will be a safe place for my love to land, and I can finally start to live the life that my heart has been yearning for and that I deserve to be living because it is my birthright. I love that so much. It's not like you're trying to force yourself to believe something that you don't already believe, like some affirmation, like I am a divine being or Correct. powerful creator. And you have this critical voice in your head that says, no, you're not the ego, of right? Of course mm -hmm. you're not. So just opening yourself up to the possibility of what if I remember doing that myself back yeah. when I was single thinking, oh gosh, this just seems like such a daunting process. And then just something in me said, what if this is all just going to be really easy and happen quickly? Like what yeah. if? I can actually get everything I want and it doesn't yeah. be very difficult or painful. And so the energy of what if is so, so powerful. I love yeah. that we're closing out on that. Mm -hmm. This was amazing, Marcy. I can't wait to do another episode with you. <laughs> I just love talking with you. It's amazing for me too. Yeah, this just flew by. Like I said, I wish we had all day. We could just go on forever and ever, but we'll definitely create some more episodes together. Mm -hmm. I know we have a live broadcast coming up very soon. I can include information in the show notes on how to join me for my live broadcasts. I broadcast my podcast live every other week. It's completely free and people can call in and talk to us personally or type their questions into the chat. It's so much fun. So this was great, Marcy. Thank you so much. And thanks for listening, everyone. I hope this was helpful and I will talk to everyone again very soon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And thank you, really. Elena, this is just fantastic. Thank you. Bye, everybody. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.